It's the weakest cup of tea in the history of teas. Did you just put more hot water in it? No, I bet another tea bag. Nah. <laughs> you fucking try it then. It's fine. Smart ass. Mm. Okay. Are we starting? Yep. Good evening, Rena. Can we just address the fact that I'm not going to call you Stephen because I just find it bizarre and weird and yeah. Hmm. I, if you call me Stephen, I'm not going to respond. You say Stephen, I'm going to be like, a, sorry. So you have to call me Rena. You'll have to go with it. Rena's partner, Amy, is involved in a uh, board of social collective. And every time she calls you Stephen, I just get slightly weirded out by uh, it's it. It's freaky. It's creepy. So just to, to address that. So but to all people, the folk at the gym, I'm Stevie. Yeah? That's even weirder. It is worse. It is worse. I just get Stacy. Actually, it's different at both gyms. Unit 8, I get Rena and then... No, in fact... Because it was originally the old owner of Ardas that called me Stevie. That's where that's the I'm, doing, I'm doing it again. Let's cut that off. Yeah, if you notice in the last video, Rainer's like this, and I need chin lipo. So I was like this. I was like this for the whole time. So I'm going to try. I'm, I'm going to try and take my hand. And off the we table. feel appropriate the the choice of drink. So obviously, I've got a cup of tea. It would be coffee if it wasn't like half past eight at night because this is the only time we're free. Um, and Rainer's on the hard stuff. So we've decided that, yeah, this will be an ongoing theme where I'm now going to have a small tipple of whiskey on a on a Thursday yep. and uh, Stacey's going to have a... If it's below, if it's before 3pm, it'll be coffee for sure, but we'll go tea Correct, now, because it's so. late, it's late at night. It's so yeah, um, so cheers. Yeah, cheers. So <laughs> we had really good feedback from our first one, didn't we? It was good. A lot of people listened to it. I think we ended up with like a hundred total listens or something like that, which was quite good. Downloads across. Once I figured out how to put it on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, YouTube, whatever. Once I figured it out, yeah, it's fine. I mean, for for a starting podcast, I feel like our goal was fifty. So to have a hundred, doubled it. So it was quite it was pleased. Good. So yeah. thanks for listening. If you yeah, did thank listen you to so much, one. and thank you for the feedback and things like it might seem silly and and just small a small act to you guys, but commenting, liking, sharing it helps us so much. Especially rating, rating on the platforms. We, we might be biased, but give us five stars. It helps. Helps it does, boost it our does, ratings. It does help. Right. Um, and uh, also, when when I put out a question today, asking if anybody had any questions, was a few folk came back and said, um, you know, here's a few questions which we'll go over at the end, yep. and that was also useful because it's helpful for us for content and you know for you guys to tell us what you want us yeah to talk what about. you want us ah. to hear what you want us to talk about sorry yeah. so yeah um i think we're going to start by talking a little bit about our first event yes so yep. 9th october right yep sunday morning sunday morning so we mm-hmm. booked this for mac arts and gal shields we're going to start mm-hmm. um come along at nine start for half past nine yep then we'll go for a couple of hours till 11 11 yep. yeah 11 11 11 30 we've got it booked for later than that but we don't want to drag it out all day no. so a couple of hours plans. Uh, mm-hmm. And you want to go over agenda-wise? Yeah, so I think just touching on what we're going to do, we're not going to give away all the secrets, but we're going to have a couple of conversations with, um, that's going to be a running feature with um, a couple of um, Borders business people, um, a couple of our friends. Um, we're also going to have a little chat and then we're also going to have an open questions section, aren't we? Yeah, so th- this this will be useful because... Like these normal networking things, sometimes it's kind of a bit daunting for you to go up to whoever else. The the basis of this for anybody that's this is their first podcast, uh, they didn't listen to the last one. We're running this networking event where it's a kind of suits off, casual, laid back for borders businesses to come and chat to each other, chat to a few local businesses, find out if there's anybody can help each other in that. So in the open question one, say for example, if I came along and uh, next year when I'm running the Reaver Games event, which we'll get into in a little while, 
if there was something that I had came across that was an issue for me, somebody in the room that's along there might have faced a similar issue. So for that, I'd say, look, can anybody help me with this? And maybe there'll be somebody in there that can help, even to the point where, you know, say, right, I'm looking for an advertising video. Has anybody used somebody for video? Or, you know, I need a new website. Does anybody know somebody as they use someone? So we use that as a forum to to help people for the stuff that they Yeah, really I think help people is the key, the key sort of... Um, key part of this we want to build relationships we want to recommend we want to do you know help you out in business um for those that aren't lucky enough to have mentors and things like we have um and finally we're going to have a little highlighted business um maybe a new business maybe an old business but just someone we want to shout about in the borders yeah so yeah all that to come Look forward to that and uh, mm. just so everyone knows it's free so this yeah like, and it will we just want to you to free. sign up so yeah. we we know you're coming essentially and yeah. we can buy you a coffee yeah so coffee tea provided uh, some biscuits it will be uh, there's an eventbrite page that will be a link in the bio i'll put it in all the descriptions of these of this podcast as well where you can just sign up for free and it just gives us the details so we can see how many people are coming along so that'd be very helpful if you do want to come along um yeah it'll be very chilled out a couple of hours on a sunday morning very useful and it'll help us see what we're going to do going forward right and everyone welcome you don't have to have a business to come yeah. you know if you are in any way shape or form involved in a business want to start a business or just want a sunday morning yeah. out yeah even come if, along yeah yeah anybody's welcome even if you're just nosy interested in what we're getting up to feel free to come along anybody is is more than welcome uh to, to get involved and get the invites out invite everyone you know yeah bring anyone. we have <laughs> we, we've capped it um at around about 50 people so that's you know we just want to basically for how many people the place that we're in can accommodate for and coffees and so on and so forth so it is capped but we're well, well aware that we might not even get that many and we'll just see how it goes and if see how much interest it's me and Rainer having is. a coffee yeah, on a sunday morning is, yeah, so be if it. it is just us two and a couple of people that have gauged interest We'll still go ahead with it, um, no matter You're what. You're so optimistic. So, I am, I am. Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, so what are we talking about today? Today we're going to talk about uh, how we started the current businesses we've got. Last time we talked about kind of our journeys up to where we're at just now, and I think we'll just talk about where we came from just now and what our future plans are for business as it stands just now. Right? And really simply as well, how easy it is to start yeah. a business. Yeah, yeah. That, mm-hmm. that, that, that's the main point for us because I think that one thing we've both learned is that everybody sits and goes, oh, I don't know if I can start this, don't know if I can start that one. Actually, it is a lot simpler than you think, especially, you know, knowing what we've known before, you know, you go, how am I going to get a website? How am I going to get And this? no gatekeeping, we're going to tell you and we're going to yeah. talk about money and we're going to, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, be realistic and, and tell you straight. So, yeah. yeah. Because um, sure. that, that's one of the biggest things that, you know, I, I wanted I to know. Um, you did say M. I've been banned. Time, I've been banned. I've I'm banned sorry. M's because there was about 5,000 million of them last time when I was editing. So we're trying to keep take away the M's and the ums and the as. <laughs> uh, so off. Now I've done it. Class. Uh, I've done it again. Cut. <laughs> Going well. <laughs> so, yes. Uh, do you want to go first? Yeah. So, um my business, for those that don't know me, um, is called Arnco. We started in 2020 um, as a vegan leather accessories company. So 2020 came along um, pre-pandemic and um, I found a problem in my life and I needed to solve it. So I was I was a cool mum, not a regular mum. And I hated carrying about a big changing bag. So I started using a little pouch basically wasn't the right size and thought I can do this better um so I started contacting manufacturers now that's sort of the first point I want to mention and you know a question I get asked all the time like who manufactures your bags google it 
all you need to do Aye. is Google, Google it's a big king. A big yeah, king. like there's no special way. I found a manufacturer. I didn't get contacts from anyone. There was no sort of special special process behind it. I essentially Googled and phoned. And the amount of people I phoned that kind of scoffed at me and was like, who the hell is this bitch on the phone? <laughs> um, who is this child trying to start a fashion brand? Um, until I came across my current supplier. Um, and again, she scoffed at me. And we're now actually one of her biggest customers. Um, but yeah, so started sampling. Um, that's sort of the first cost that I came across in business was the sampling costs, which are extortionate, but you know needed to be paid. Um, and in August of 2020, we brought out our first two pouches, which were essentially just the same pouch, but in different colors. Um, so that's sort of where, where our co started. Um, and we've kind of just grown from there. So we've um, been running for just over two years now. Um, sold over 2,000 bags and got a really exciting Christmas coming up. So, yeah, for sure. Um, what does the future hold for AR and Co? AR and oh Co, I, I, get, I get shouted out for this. So if, en- if, anybody, if anybody is um, wanting to know, you're not allowed to call it AR and Co. However, I'm going to call it AR and Co forever because it's a funny f- funny joke for me. So I will um, continue to do that. But what is the future for AR and Co? She's going to glance past that. It's fun. So um, we, one of our aims this year is to be far more visible as a brand. For our first year in business, we didn't really attend any markets we didn't know well actually i say that but we were in the midst of covid well. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and that as well and so that as well. like a lot of our storefront was just sort of instagram selling and from our website um but this year we're trying to be far more visible we've got lots of markets plans we've actually got um uh, a big three-day event in glasgow at the scottish exhibition center so there'll be more details out to follow on our socials about that um but that's kind of what we're focusing on we're completely winging it <laughs> two years in and we yeah, still yeah, yeah. don't have a fucking clue what's going on i think really. most people are still winging it everybody that's a- any any position they're at and then it, you yeah. get a lot of the the imposter syndrome which is probably something we'll talk about at some point later on yeah for like, sure this is an odd thing. I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm still managing to stumble through. Why are people buying the thing that I'm putting yeah. up? It's just a weird, a weird feeling at the first few times as well. Um, not even as if like it's multi-million pound businesses or that. Just it's weird. Even if somebody just pays you a tenner for something that you've mm-hmm. done, you're like shit. Okay, well maybe then you know. And it's, when it's, they come back for a second time, uh, yeah, yeah, and you're yeah. like, oh, well, I scammed you once. So <laughs> <laughs> how have yeah, I scammed yeah, you yeah, twice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we must be doing something right. But yeah. um, so. Yeah, um, we are completely winging it. We are just going with the flow. We've got a couple of bigger goals. We would love to have a flagship store and things, but that's, yeah. again, something that's um, achievable, but we're not quite there yet. And I think that's really important with businesses. Um, I often get asked, and I think it, it usually comes from older relatives, you know, saying, oh, you're right busy, you know, mind and take a rest and things like that. And it's like... I wouldn't be running this business if I didn't see myself in Harvey Nicks in 10 yeah, years time, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's constantly looking at the next goal and, and, and striving forward. But um, that's where we're kind of at with our and co. Um, we did everything in house though, you know, mm-hmm. um, and I'll go back to saying it again, Google it. Like, Google you know, it, Google it. That's, that's a classic. So like yeah. my, my main still utility company job over nine to five, like got through learning spreadsheets, coding, SQL databases, and literally 
everything was just Google it. Yeah. And in that field, just as well as every other field, it comes down to who can Google better than another person. Yeah. It's just how it exists. If you've got For an sure. issue, just Google it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Nothing's impossible. You'll always find a way and you can find somebody to help you Google stuff as well yeah. if you're shit at Google. Yeah. Which is always useful. For sure. I mean, I think that there's there's something about keeping everything in-house, especially when you're starting a business yeah. because you're in control of every factor of it. And it's um, cheaper. Yeah, for sure. You know, we didn't pay 10 grand to build our website. We built it ourselves. Um, we've had a couple of edits done by other people, but really it is something we've went back to doing ourselves because, you know, we've learned what we like. We've learned how to do it. Um, it also keeps costs down. Yeah. You know, I started Arnco with I think I put about a couple of grand in but that was initially just to buy a printer packaging sampling and then a little bit of stock and um, that is so far I think that businesses do get to a certain stage where they need a bit of extra cash flow but that is all that has been spent on that business so far Um, and we've taken it to five figure business in two years Um, so yeah I think that there's a lot to be said about keeping in-house um what about you where you're kind of you've got two sort of avenues of yeah, so um, my, business haven't you yeah my, my two two main ones just now um so obviously i keep the nine to five which will stick around for a while then i've got photo video photo video business which is sr2 media and then the reaver games so sr2 media the way that started was me and the guy scott robertson uh who was at spark at the time i was injured from crossfit and then needed a hobby and I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I need something because I'm a very hyperactive, like I need things to be doing constantly all the time. I think we've both got ADHD. Well, there, is, there, is, <laughs> there is a bit of that. Um, but I, so so I need stuff to be doing all the time. So I was like, right, what can I do? Well, I quite like taking photos, so I buy a camera. So I bought a camera. Then I started like just being... I remember the flower pictures. Yeah, yeah, early flower, flower pictures. pictures. I went out and I was just looking. Folk would think I looked absolutely mental taking pictures and posting pictures. Of everything. They were nice pictures. Yeah, but, they were good. Like, they were, But they yeah. were just, just pictures. And then so me and Scott kind of... Scott had a camera before me and was kind of better than me. So we kind of knocked back and forth. And then we said, right... I was I was like right well if I'm doing this so much of the time I want to be making money from it because I knew with when I was doing CrossFit it was either to compete or to end up coaching to make money so I was like right I need there must be a way I can monetize this so I said to him look let's start a company never really started a limited company I had I had no like view of what that how that worked or anything mm-hmm. like that so like right well let's just let's just wing it and see what happens so found start came up with it Scott came up with the logo and we went on it fifty fifty. And then, yeah, we just started kind of doing things for friends. We started doing like parties, events, all that kind of stuff. And it was just kind of kept on going from there. And that helped us learn. Like then I got an accountant on board, uh, which was a fun fun activity because then you learn right. That's one thing I'll say uh, is uh, keep everything in-house, but an accountant like yeah. they seem scary and they seem like a lot of money but actually they save you a hell of a shit of time yeah it's wild so, it's wild it's, it's not even it's not even the fact that like it's hard stuff today but the stress of it like yeah, when you start sure. see when see when people start paying you money it's nice right and you go cool this is amazing now people are paying me cash and then you go right i need to pay uh, someone yeah, else yeah, money then, then, then for a little while you're like oh right i need to start thinking about this this tax and i remember i think it was like the first couple of grand that i turned over with sr2 i was like mm, i've not been putting stuff aside i don't know who i owe what to how do i even go about paying it so so then i was like right went and got an accountant and um, ended up moving accountant away from them because uh, they were garbage but basically yeah we did that and then it, it became to scott when he made his hobby a job he hated it 
and then so he ended up ended up buying him out from it, uh, and he so th- then disappeared, which which is fine. Then I kind of took a, a small step back from it. I started doing well, did car tour stuff like the supercar stuff, did some stuff with influencers, did a whole bunch of things, tried weddings, hated weddings, then just flip flop back and forth. So now I've kind of started to ramp stuff back up again. Now that I've bought invested in some some new camera gear, that's one of the tranches. Then I've got the the YouTube side of it as well, which are just kind of ongoing. So that's very much. I feel like this is a reborn version of it again for SR2 Media now. Me by myself, just getting going with it again because there's there's money to be made there. There's it's interesting the two sides of my business because SR2 is tied to my time, and what I found originally is that I was valuing my time way less than what my time's worth. Mm-hmm. So what was happening was I'd I'd be, I'd be taking a job for a whole weekend and I'd charge like two hundred quid. And then I'm like, right, irrespective of what everybody else is charging, I'm going to charge 200 quid because to me, 200 quid is a lot of money. But then when you think about it, you break it down, you're like, right, two two days of work. Plus the editing. Plus the editing, it continues, it goes on and on. But you just like, you don't want to lose out on the work because you're scared. So you undersell it and you go, right, well, this is, this is what I'm gonna gonna charge at, and then it just became too much of a drain for not enough cash because I'm mm-hmm. giving away a week's worth of time for two hundred quid or whatever it is, and it's one of the hardest things is to ask folk for money. Yeah, and then you learn well what's your time actually worth, and if there's there's a, a few people talk about this if you're inundated with work and nobody's ever said no to a quote you've given them you're probably too cheap. Yep, like that's a, that's a classic yeah. thing, and I I went through a spot where I was like I had to turn I had to turn people away because I had so much work, and really. I wasn't that that time and still I'm, I'm still learning. I wasn't amazing. And I'm like, but why are all these people booking me? And it's just because I was cheap as hell. That was yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants the cheapest. So that was a learning curve for me. Uh, and now, yeah, this is kind of, this feels like a reborn version for me now where I, I, I charge what I'm worth. I've invested a lot of money. I into think there's a balance there though, however, you know, in terms of pricing, because you don't want to put your prices so low that people think that you're shit essentially because your your prices but then you also there's a lot to be said about growing a business and you know taking some work on for a bit of experience and things so so, so i'm massively like at the start and i still agree with this doing loads of free work is essential in Mm -hmm. that type of field in a creative field any way that you can manage to get away with doing free work i I think it's an amazing thing to do because it builds a portfolio because if you've done nothing before even if you say you're good who's who's to yeah, say that you actually sure. are whereas if you can show stuff that you've done you know it's 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 the way to go so yeah i, I think I, you learn what you like as well you I, know as yeah. you say you've you've went through weddings and cars and you're now finding what your passion is and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. in the aspects that you you want to shoot in so it makes it easier when you enjoy yeah, it exactly uh, so 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 but you have to do the shit stuff to find out that you don't like it i remember yeah. there was a a classic story uh, and the guy actually that that got me the, the job will probably be watching this but um, it was a company that you know when businesses when they not not bribe other businesses but they make up these boxes of stuff that have like a chocolate bar from a company yeah, and a yeah. it's, it's kind of mm-hmm. like a bribe box or whatever and I remember this is oh can you take these photos of these and I remember I was sitting in this room here and I had like 50 boxes round about with a soft box up there and I was just recycling them through and I was like I got into this to like go take photos of supercars and folk who have got a million yeah. followers on Instagram and but I don't want to be taking pictures of cardboard boxes and then they came back and says they asked me for it like to keep the backgrounds in and then they wanted them clipped out and I was like 
well, not because I have to reshoot them because of the shadows and stuff. And I was like, I, and again, this was one of those quoted 150 quid, took me 19 hours or something. I was like, this is this is horseshit. Yeah. I'm out. I'm out. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so, so so you have to do those things to figure out that that's not the one for you. Product photography, not for me. Weddings, no. not for me. I've asked them to shoot for me for product photos and yeah, it's, dance it's around that. that so. It's a, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. So yeah. so yeah, so that's that. So now now I'm at a, I'm at a turning point and kind of reborn for SRT Media, up and running again with some new gear and stuff. So you'll see stuff dropping from me. Um, very kind of selective in what I'm doing just now just on stuff for the Tani company we could go and stuff and that came out amazingly and you can see the investment I've made into the equipment is very worthwhile so yeah that's a that's a new thing so however in saying that you know I think a, a big part of fuck can you cut that bit out because that was fucking awful um I think <laughs> we'll just wait continue Right, what I was going to say was... I might be the one on the whiskey, no? Yeah, either. no, fuck me. Um, so, what I was going to say was, um, although you go on about investing in kit and things, there is nothing wrong with starting. Oh, no, absolutely um, not, absolutely not. Like I am on a borrowed camera still. Oh, yeah, yeah, so, so, well, well, so, so to, if we're putting figures to it, I think the the last tax year I was like 10 and a bit grand or something and that was on a camera that I bought second hand I financed one lens I had someone else so that you know you you can make what you've got work even if you're undercharging still you can make what you've got work there's no reason you need the stuff if you can then manage to make the stuff that you've got work or you can get better stuff then do yeah exactly but yeah th- there's mm-hmm. there's no need for it it's just that if you get to a point where you're like especially if you were to invest a whole ton of money into something and then you decide you hate it yeah for example scott so he already had his camera stuff but if he'd invested 10 20k in cameras and then decided this isn't it he would have felt like he yeah, needed to continue yeah of course, of yeah. course and he would have mm-hmm. done it just because he had it and that's not where a place you want to be in no. at all so with our uncle we are um very luckily still borrowing a camera from my father-in-law to shoot majority of our content but we're now getting to the stage where you know um more influ- influential people are buying our bags and we're getting content from them which is great um but we're still i'm working on an iphone 11 um you know it's you don't need the fanciest of gear to start no, um no. and as i would probably argue that you can start a business on a phone Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Cameras it, are great on phones it's different, now. Different, different yeah. when you're a if it's specifically media. So yeah, if you're having to do that because you're or in if a you're a comp- cake company like a, yeah, or yeah, something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that, and you need kit. But for yeah. for what I've done, for, yeah, for general social media stuff, phones are even better. And there's even an argument to say that it's more efficient to do it on a phone because you don't mm-hmm. have to then have a computer to edit on. You don't have to do the edit, and you don't have to have the skills. You can just do it on a phone. And yeah, it, it, it'll work that way. So, so yeah, that's SR two. So that's that branch of things and yep. where that lives. And you've got Next the other half of it. Yeah. Re- Reaver Games. So this is the most recent one. So where this started, I'm not going to get into the... A lot of the people watching I know will be interested in the story. Yeah, <laughs> snooze, snooze alarm, blah, blah, blah. What? Why it happened. Essentially, Jim Wars... It's good tea. It's it good is tea. good tea. It's good tea. Another day. Anyway, so, so, so the Jim Wars saga spawned me wanting to create a place where everybody could go and quote-unquote compete and I talk about this I, I, I'll probably go into it and more on, a, on another one just to talk about what the whole ethos is behind it but if we're just talking specific journey mm-hmm. I wanted to create a place where I've been to competitions before and functional fitness 
competitions are very different from normal competitions in that it's all about the taking part, the camaraderie. Functional a, fitness, a, if you you don't go to the gym, is essentially CrossFit, but we're not allowed to call it CrossFit. You're not allowed to call it CrossFit because they'll come for me and sue me. Um, I'll us. even have to cut that out as well, <laughs> so fucking... Um, so, so, so yeah, but, but, but it's essentially weightlifting mixed with uh, cardio, endurance. The, it's, it's to find who is the fittest in a, over a plethora of different areas and events. And basically, but the whole point of it is to keep fit and strong. And the yeah. point of having a competition style environment is so that you can have something to work towards. It's it's amazing to see, like when we had the last Reaver Games, we had all shapes and sizes, all ages, all different backgrounds, all different abilities in the same place working And it kind of goes back to what we said about there being a lot of room in the borders and further afield for for yeah. different different Things. gyms and different clubs and all that yeah. jazz. So, so, yeah, so... so, so I, I, can, we, can we pause, actually, and you might cut this out, but why are we hating on Pure Gym? Because they're dog shit. So, so they rob everyone the opportunity of real fitness. So what they do is they provide a terrible service with okay. terrible equipment and they charge 14 quid a month. And what that means is, you know, they're, they're, okay, there's a place for it. Yeah, right? because what if I want to go to the gym on a Saturday night at 11 o'clock and run on a treadmill? Like, do you then know you what can, I mean? Then there are other gyms that you can go to to do that. You can go to uh, Titan. You could go to... But in, in here, there are lots of other places where you could go that provide okay. better equipment, better Just service. Just ask the question. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And, and they, they price themselves so low because they can and they don't care about the the public in general they're just a big sausage machine of revolving doors where people pay a membership their business market is for people who pay a membership and don't go that's their ideal member who they care about they don't yeah. give a shit if people don't go they don't remind you that you've not been which is a big thing for me as well and that's why their memberships are so so small and they the reason i hate it being here is that there's enough here and they're robbing the people the opportunity to find a place that can offer them a better service and make sure that they can get healthy and well i I take on board what you say. Um, I just always think there's there's place for different business models because, as I say, I might want to go and run on a gym at 11 o'clock on a Saturday night because my gym isn't open past you know lunchtime on a on a Saturday. However, somewhere like Titan, I find particularly overwhelming i i, I mm. think of titan as a sort of bodybuilding gym and th- that i would go and be laughed at so and i bet that that is not the type of place it is it looks like an amazing fly not a spider this time fly. it looks like an amazing facility i just it, i find it quite intimidating you know for yeah. someone that doesn't go to the gym as much true it's um unit has a treadmill and is open 24 hours and you be know. yourself good to know so, so yeah the, the, there's there's places here locally that do it and that big kind of we're all about local and supporting yeah, each other and sure. all that kind of stuff I'm not and saying I, I'm joining and, and, yeah, I'm just wanting just, to have the conversation I just, yeah, yeah I, I don't think there is a need or a place for it here all of the health and fitness world is is covered by what we currently have try fitness live borders whatever they do whatever their issues are with, with me you know like there is a place for everybody currently and it doesn't need to be in the centre of town where they just want. I would money. like that shop to be filled, though. But oh yeah, for sure. Just not by that. Like mm-hmm. I'll fill it. I'll I'll fill it with fucking summon. <laughs> <laughs> just summon. Summon and then I'll, I'll, I'll yeah I'll make enough money. I so think I can that rent it this is half nothing. the problem is though that um, particularly in the borders is that the rent is quite often. Well, the rates, not even the rent. 
the rates. Well, the rates and also the ownership of the gym. Um, I spoke to a, a local business owner who's just opened, um, who was talking about um, making changes in in the premises. And the landowner was like the landlord or whatever they're called was down in London, didn't give a fuck, didn't understand borders, anything like that. Yeah. So I think that like you know small town sort of businesses need to sort of run in different ways. And I think that there could be so much more done to help us out really yeah agreed, agreed. right fuck pure gym uh so back to <laughs> back to river games so so yeah so so what what i decided was that i'd been to the other these competitions and there's nothing that was north of newcastle and south of edinburgh so there was nothing in that little area that existed so i was like little right, area big area big big area yeah for uh, sure. there, there, was, there was just nothing at all and i thought well i've seen uh, my old coach runs an amazing competition uh kyle russell he runs a ridiculous competition i want to get him down to one of the business events to talk because he's a successful guy that runs successful business i want to get him down What's in general to called? talk this is ward on the lock and okay. i i came across I him yeah yeah so, so came came across him from doing uh, photos at his event video at his event and then yeah that's that's where it happened originally i took photos from a comp that he competed at he loved the photos so much that he was like come and shoot at my event so anyway that that happened and i'd seen him do it and i thought he's incredibly smart and he ran an event that was way bigger than what i imagined my first one would be so i was like well fuck it i was like i've got him to help me and I've got other people, I've seen people run it. I was like, I'll, I'll do it. So then I just And that's what you need to think. Yeah, Why can't yeah, I do it? Yeah, if you, someone you, else you, has done it, n- that means you can. Normal humans have, have managed it and done it. So why can't you? So so I was like, okay, I'll, I'll put it up. I'll see if there's interest. And then it sold out almost immediately uh, for the places we had. I just found a place for yeah. it. Then, then I learned as I went, winged it to the ultimate degree, t- to the point where a week before we went, I was like to Baz that runs the rig. I was like, how many toilets have you got? He's like, oh, well, one. I was like, fuck. How the fuck did I get portal lose in a week? And so, like that—that that was just a thing you don't think about. Like no. you have all the all the t-shirts, all the medals, the podiums, the workouts, all and the fancy stuff. And you can do stuff. that list, and, and forget, there's gonna be. And something. then you forget about toilets. Mm-hmm. Like where are people gonna piss? So yeah, it's it's it was just it was learning and going along. And what what the one thing I learned from the last one was I just priced it based on what I thought was reasonable, whereas I should have done it in the reverse and found out all the things that I needed and priced it yep. based on that. So I I, did, I didn't want to make and I still don't want to make for the next few any profit from it for me because this is a this is more just for the community and for seeing what it can do for for, 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 for for longer term yeah there's there's other places but i don't want that burden to be on the athletes because i want them to experience this world because it's brought so much joy to me and other people and, I've and not seen have what to travel for it as well Ex- you know and, exactly. and have something that people can travel to us and bring exactly you know. so, so that first one was 70 people uh this next one is 120 athletes and it sold out in two days and that was at a much higher price point, still lower than everywhere else in the country, but a much higher price point one than the one previous. And it means that I can do much more stuff. And that's with the run up to, we're talking about going forward. That is with doing the Borders Fitness Festival next year, which will be the first thing that's ever happened like this in the Borders, which is a collection of all the types of fitnessy businesses, uh, big comp and more and more. Mm-hmm. And we'll have a market. Uh, we'll have kind of bands, DJs, all that kind of stuff. That's at the public park next year. There'll be a lot to follow on that. So that'll be kind of the big, the big version of it because that is outdoor and that'll and that'll be the once a year and then run these little gym ones through the year. So that's the, the longer one and it's still going to be a learning process for me. This next one, the twenty second of October, which I think we were talking about this before. What can we give to people that come along to the events? I'd be more than happy to give spectator tickets to anyone that comes to the event that we have here, so they can come along and see what yep. it's like. See, because mm-hmm. you'll hear me talking about it if you ask any questions to me about how you know how did you do this, how did you do that. Come and see what it's like to run an event like that. I'd love yeah. to feedback. So, so anybody that comes to the events is more than happy, to, more than welcome to come along and have a look and see what it's about. And the twenty second, but yeah, 
So that's it. Basically, the short story is I started it. We're running competitions, and I'm winging it. That's uh, essentially, that's essentially. It. Um, going back to sort of we kind of chatted on SR two, and it's a bit more simple in terms of what you need. You need camera. You need a PC. Yeah. Blah blah blah. But Reaver Games, so what sort of costs did you have to, to start an event like that? Because I imagine that there'll be lots of people that would want to do similar, but maybe completely different in terms of like, you know, whether, like we we have the Borders Book Festival, but, but we don't necessarily have a food festival down here, yeah, which we yeah. have some amazing food producers in the Borders. And we have yep. farmer's markets, but we don't necessarily have a, not that I'm aware of. Heartland Market as well. Yeah, Heartland Market, of course. Um shout out we love heartland market um but i mean like specific food festivals do you know what i mean um or i don't know fucking pony festivals or something but like how did you what did sort of entail so so i I I found that the best thing today was just to do it and then figure it out later so yeah so so things things (laughs) yeah exactly like we're doing with this for the we uh, just planned the layout tonight yeah (laughs) <laughs> so, so, so once once you've got it, figure it out after. Like otherwise, it'll be an idea forever. So don't let it be an idea forever. Set it in stone, and then just go for it and deal with mm-hmm. the consequences after. Yeah. So, so, so that that's kind of what I did with this. So things, the biggest costs that came across for me for a fitness event was insurance. I knew that would be a thing, but I didn't think it would be such a massive cost. You've then got things like per, uh, performing rights license for music. Uh, then you had uh, fuel, like stuff for the athletes, the t-shirts. You had to run it to figure out. I ran it. I lost the first time. I paid myself with a hoodie, so that was nice. Yeah, it was really nice. I, I had mean, there's the, there's and, the memes there. Weeks and weeks and weeks of work for a hoodie, which and and you know the 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 springboard of what, what it's went to now. But with Arnco, we're the same. Like you know, we are still investing back into the business. Yeah. So I've got a shit ton of bags, but not a shit ton of cash for it. Like yeah. you yeah. know. So so yeah, it's it's kind of those were the main costs. Was the insurance, the licenses for stuff. And the, did you just Google all this? I just Googled it mm-hmm. and, and, and asked, uh, obviously, uh, asked people that, even like randoms that run, so this this was actually quite funny. The other comps, I'd never seen them tagging each other. And then I was like, well. I'm going to tag them all. Yeah, because I, 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 <laughs> I don't see it as competition. I see it as the complete opposite. If friends. I, if, if we make, friends, again, friends. If we make a, a pool of athletes that can travel around, then actually we can make sure our comps don't clash. Yeah. And then there's this group of people that can go to all the comps. So like I just people want more than yeah, one yeah, competition. So, so, so I would just message them and say I message a couple of them, like the guys at SFC were amazing, the guys at SFG, John and that that knew obviously Kyle Russell and stuff, the guys up at um, Clash of Clans. Just message and say, Hi, I'm I'm running a comp, you do a comp, help. Like yep. and you know and, and so, I think you'd be surprised but at I did, the, I did it I did it up and in the country and I think yeah. that I think that the no- normally if, if you'd said if, if you'd asked them and said if somebody asked you about it you'd be like nah but actually when I'm like here I'm doing this can you help me like mm-hmm. I, we'll have an understanding that I'll be sending athletes your way I'm sharing their stuff and yeah it was like, for okay. sure and so it's bred that kind of nice thing between now and so now I, I mean they were probably all doing it before but now I'm sh- I'm sharing the guys like I offered up to Glacier Games I said guys do you want uh, judges do you want me to send judges your way and stuff just to help each other so I it, it, it breeding that kind of culture of everybody helps everybody is and what can they cool. say the worst they can tell you is ah, to just, fuck off just and block fuck your off, page yeah. and, then, and then at least I like that because you know where you stand with them yeah. you know what I mean you know you where think, you stand with them well, at that point I'll not be sending anyone your way yeah. you know so, um, so that's it yeah um, so that was your sort of startup costs um, and everything else you've done on your phone essentially haven't you yes mm-hmm. but you yeah so so I, and, and this is 
there's a there's a guy this this social media guy this Andrew Tate guy we come across him we'll not go into oh we'll my not go, god we'll not go into, yeah let's we'll not not go into, into detail on him but he always he he did this little this little video thing uh, I, I don't like him FYI but so he done this little video thing that basically said spend on it and then find out how you're going to make the money for it later which was exactly what I'd done with this so I just said right I've got all these things that are now because I took in money from people like and this this sounds bad this sounds like I was like robbery but I knew that in my head I was going to make it happen. So I took in the cash and then figured it out after. So that was exactly what I'd done. So without knowing how to charge it, I said, right, I'll just make it cheap and affordable. And then went, okay, well, I need this. I'll just go pay for it. I need this. I'll just go pay for it. So yeah, I think just like I said before, set it in stone and then deal with it after. If you can find a way to get cash in to do it, then great. But also don't be scared. Like you'll find a way to to make money. I think that's kind of the biggest biggest Yeah, I think that there's no part of business that doesn't entail some sort of risk. and if there isn't risk, you're probably not pushing the boat out far enough. Yeah. Um, we've taken some risks over the years and we've made some mistakes as well. Yeah. Um, and some, you know, situations where we think, why the fuck have we done this? Yeah. But you have to do it and you come back from it. And I think honesty as well. You know, we've had products over the years that aren't perfect. And what we do is we, we second sale them and we're honest and we're clear and um, I think people appreciate that as well. Um, mm. People like to see a face behind the brand, and like yeah. I think that was one of the things that was really key for you with the lead up to Reverse. So, so was I, I, got, your, I, got, I got a lot of feedback, I got a lot of feedback mm. about that, folks saying because I was like I was constantly on the stories, and I think it's easy to get wrapped up in this need to be professional. Need to, and there's there's there is a place for that, of yeah. course there is. I'm not no sh- naive enough to think there isn't it. But folk like to be able to see that it's just me with a phone organizing such a massive thing yeah. you know just just literally going oh googling how to organize insurance and then when people Where come, do I get come to the event they're like that's steven that's the guy i've you seen because that that's what folk were saying to me like folk from berwick and that were like oh i'd watched all your stories and that ken and yeah. like they, they they feel like and they do like i feel like they know me and i know them and that's how it makes it easier for next time if i need help with someone or i want them involved in someone it's easier for me to get them in on it because we've we've built some type of relationship together you know even yeah. if it's just through a screen we mm-hmm. still do have a relationship yeah we've we've done some um don't slate tiktok and until you've tried it excuse me just saying turn off your dog shit tiktoks says the boy that was just dancing to them but okay whatever okay so basically the memory card that i've got for my new my new stuff doesn't take that shit. much of this 4k ah, it's it's pish so, so 150 quid plus memory cards and they run it so is what it is so tiktok carry on we were talking about how great it was on Reaver Games that people knew who you were because of the content yes, you were producing. And yes, it's shit scary to um he's just calling his pussy. Um people will be thinking you've got an imaginary Oh this is there. Oh that's sanitary. Hello This is Hello, Bella. Cat. You stay should, there. Get, oh, in fact that that'd be good. I should get a pillow. So you can just sit there. Just a, yeah. a cat pillow. Podcast mascot. Anyway, moving on. Right, beat it. Um, <laughs> Down here. Or you can come you in my lap if you, you want. You're stealing the show, girl. Um, so, yeah. Um, I think it's quite scary at first to be in front of the camera, but, um, you know, on TikTok Lives, we've we've had great feedback and, you know, there might be five people that are watching it, but you just have to get on and do it. And there's something great about having a face behind a brand. So don't be scared to show your face, essentially. Yeah. And the more you do it, 
the the more the easier it gets. I can. I mean, tell you here that we are fact. talking on a podcast for fuck's sake. Like, yes, you know. Aye. Um, and then these will get better as we go as well because it's this is also tough because this isn't like in my YouTube videos. I've got it mostly scripted for the most part. I'm looking directly at the camera. I'm not speaking to somebody else. You and he's not giving me it. any eye contact, and I just stare at him for like yeah, an and, hour. Yeah, and, and I can chop out. I can chop out the stuff if it's if it's shit when I'm doing it on yeah. YouTube videos. But this, I try to keep it as broad as I can with the long form stuff. Just leave it so that we can just leave all the stuff in. But so I'm not cutting anything out really. So you have to be very aware, like the fifteen thousand ums for the last one. I want to go back and listen go, to that it. one do because it. I feel like you're lying. I'm but... going to put an um counter on this one. I'm, I'm an M counter. I'll put it in the bottom here. Just like no, I'm not because that's going to take me too long. But you can count them yourself if you want. In fact, actually, prize goes to whoever counts the ums and as. Accurately. From, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, I think that we've sort of covered like quite a lot of like the basics of starting a business. Um. Well, well what, what we us how we start. What we have, today. yeah, because I, I think it's going to be totally different. For as I said, I go back to like foodies. Like you know, you do need. You probably do need like a mixing bowl and a cake tin if you're going to make a bit like start a business so. making yeah. cakes but I feel like if, making well, if, cakes if, if isn't if, something if, you just decide you're good at yeah like, I was going to say probably if, if, you're, if you're into kit. that you've probably got some stuff out yeah um, but yeah if anyone um, has any sort of questions regarding that just um, message the uh, message the page message the page and we can answer those I never um, spiked the tea I swear yeah, to God no, I feel like he's put the whiskey in my tea it, and I've just had tea with, yes. an, with ice so the, um, the questions yeah had, that's what I was going to pull up we'll go back so. to the questions so I put up a post asking if anybody had any questions on stuff we wanted to follow and thank you we had a couple of questions which we're just going to run through yeah we'll just, just pick now. a couple of them um, so the first one was do you want to do karate in the garage no, explain what this one was. Cause I, um, that's Step Brothers. What What was the question? Do you want to do karate? Oh, in the do garage? you want to do karate in the garage? I thought you said like the question was someone about karate in the garage, and you said, "Do you want to do the question about karate in the garage?" No, <laughs> I was like, I'm no, asking. You do, do you fucking want to do karate if, in the if, garage? If you want, if you've not seen Step Brothers. I've seen it. I don't remember every quote for a quote. I remember like balls on a drum set. What else? Room for activities. I yeah, but that's that when they're yeah. like, did we just become best friends? Do you want to go do karate in the garage? Right, okay. Garage? Right, right, garage. Right, right moving on. Garage, Cut that shit on. out. Anyway. Um, okay, so Heather has asked, um, so how to deal with the pressures of social media on mental health? So I think this one I would rather leave until next time because that's a massive... Uh, a big thing for because I would like to use that for mental health in and mental business. illness in business yeah. and how how it affects it from so from a social media standpoint because it it affects everybody massively and like there's the overwhelming amount of stuff that goes on at the same time when you're trying to have a business going that I think that's a whole topic in itself yeah so I would say that for the answer to this question how does it affect it absolutely massively but I think that it's one to note for us for the next one or the following podcast because that mm-hmm. could be a whole. A whole, a whole hour in there's itself. There's a lot about I, it, yeah. Um, simply, it's not easy, um, but we'll probably go into how we cope with it and, and yeah, stuff that and, and we I, do to deal with and, it. And, and I think that everybody who goes down a path of needing more, because I say this, that I get extremely jealous of the people who are happy and content with just a nine-to-five. I say just a nine-to-five, you know, it's, it's one of the most amazing. If you can go work a nine-to-five and be happy with that and you need nothing else in your life, 
Great. Amazing. Amazing. Like, I'd give nothing more than for that because it would give me I more time for everything else. I sit on the sofa. Exactly. Like. I could stress out. I could, no stress. I could watch Gogglebox every night. You know, I could chill out and eat biscuits, blah, blah, blah. However, it doesn't work like that. And I think that that's a trait that comes along with some type of mental health stuff. I might be wrong with that. Like, it's, it's I think it's not, entrepreneurial. Yeah. Like, sort of. Um, More drive than, traits, than most. Yeah. And so, so, so that's why I think they go hand in hand, which would be worth us discussing in quite a lot of detail. Maybe. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I quite agree. Okay, fine. So we'll hold that. Okay. Next one. Uh, next question is, what is important? What is an important, valuable trait to have as an entrepreneur? You go first and then I'll... Or do you want me to go first? Uh, you go first. Um, so I think... Pick one. One of the most important traits you could have is drive. Um, kind of touching on what we just mentioned um, having a business is not a 9 to 5 and if you think that you can pick up your phone at 9 o'clock and put it down at 5 o'clock and run a business successfully I think yes once you get to a certain stage but initially I was you know in my bed at 11 o'clock at night and still quite often am doing stuff on my phone doing stuff on social media um, I send my business partners texts at unholy times um because i need it out of my head and i need to chat to them so the drive to get up in the morning and get your shit done or not go to bed until your shit is done is a big one um the drive to take risk the drive to work hard you know a lot of businesses fail in the first two years and i think a lot of it is down to that um risk reward sort of balance where you're, you're taking a lot of risk you're putting a lot of time in and you're actually not getting a whole lot of reward i think after the sort of few months first few months of launching and everything is exciting yeah. it's fucking hard mm-hmm. and there's times where i want to put my business on facebook marketplace and sell it for a tenner like yeah, yeah. you know um but the drive to keep going so that would be my sort of number one trait as an entrepreneur uh mines would be a weird one I'm going to say blind ignorance. And, and, <laughs> okay, and, 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 explain. And, well, so what what I mean by that is chances are, say there's a hundred things you need to know about the thing that you're going to start. Yep. You probably know four of them and you should pretend that you know all hundred and learn after. It's like what I talked about before, the, yep. the whole do it and then Act deal with confident, it later confident, no yeah, one yeah. will question you. I think you. so, I think mm. so. Confidence, there's a quiet confidence in just figuring it out as you go and I think that that when I say blissful ignorance I literally mean just if you think you can do it back yourself go and do it and then learn afterwards and you will be shitting yourself the whole time oh, yeah and you'll, you'll you make know. loads of mistakes and there's everybody like every person ever has talked about how you learn for the mistakes you make and stuff and that is so ridiculously true so just like my when we, we talk launch, about winging it yeah. um I don't know if I've ever told you this story but my my second launch we um, had launched a brand new bag it was nothing like we'd done before we launched it in two colours which we often do we start small and I had been sort of proactive and packed um, orders ready to put addresses on and into mailers and such um, and I put them in two piles and I didn't label the boxes I didn't do anything but I was sure black was on the left cashmere was on the right never bothered checking it about three days later when royal mail had done its done its job and started delivering those parcels started to get text and the first the first two i was like oh you know i've made a mistake here and then the third came in and the fourth and the tenth and the fifteenth and oh my god what a fuck up but do you know 
you move and we lo- we lost every single penny of profit you know yep. sending out bags to people um driving about picking up the the wrong color and swapping for the right time and and a uh, right kind and you know going back to what you said about time like the amount of time that took to fix that mistake yep. was disgusting but you know we move and we pretend that it, you, go, you know, is, is what it is. would never have seen on. that on yeah. social media. And, and then, and, and then you know, the next time you'll definitely not do that again. Yeah, you'll always double sure. and triple check. It's just it's the best way. So that I think that is a trait that is more developed than learned. But I think blissful ignorance. Yes, I do it. Deal with it, and just as you go. It's a weird trait to have, but that's what yeah. I would say. It was stuck between that and balls, but you can be ballsy but then also back it on yourself all the time. Whereas if you're just blissfully ignorant, go, cool, it is what it is, and I'll just move yeah. on from it. I think that's a good And point. I think, um, sort of touching on Heather's question about mental health, that that's, that's the way you have to think and you have to you have to move on from mistakes. And if I'd stopped running my business because I sent everyone the wrong coloured bag, you know, where would we be? Yeah. I've made a shit ton of mistakes. Um, shout out to the girl who messaged me on Christmas Day because I'd been taking flatly pictures and put both my bank cards in her brand new bag. Um, so she got two bank cards on Christmas Day with Quality. her Christmas presents. So. Everybody order bags and get free bank cards. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, I, I like that one. I think that that's quite right. Um, shall we do one more yeah, question? One more, yeah. Um, so this is a nice one to sort of wrap things up. Um, what is your main goal with Borders Social Collective? So. I think we're both kind of on the same page that we want this to be a platform and we've got a couple of ideas, you know, we don't want to spill too much, but, Mm -hmm. you know, we want it to be a real sort of middle focus point of the businesses within the Scottish borders. Um, I think that there's some amazing things that are going on in terms of like borders business awards and all that jazz and things like that. But, you know, we don't really feel that there's anything you know and a bit more casual than that yeah that's the, you know that's the thing. a good sort of middle ground um, yeah i think that's right so there's the, the two the two sides which is one is yep provide this hub and network and platform for all the businesses in the scottish borders that mm-hmm. want to be part of it and then for the further afield stuff i.e the podcast and the youtube channel and stuff is to show and help people with the things that the people in the borders do. How can we help people further afield? So the yeah, message, the message that we sure. can give, and the stories that the people here have, should be able to help a much bigger audience because we want yeah. people to see. Look, this is what people in the Scottish borders are doing, and everybody else could kind of. And take that small town yeah. mentality is really um, applicable to lots of different places yeah. within the UK. You and, know, and I, there's and so I, much rural. Yeah, and, and I think showing that, showing people around here that there is a world outside of the borders and yeah. like you think about the number of people if you have a, a a smaller business that does something why can you not be selling to people up and down the country why can you not be selling to people in another country the stuff from my youtube channel we just talked about before like the bulk of my subscribers and content and content viewers come from america so mm-hmm. they're not even from here so thinking about there is a market bigger than us here just now and so yeah. the, the two things showing you people that there's a bigger a bigger world out there and also showing the world what we can achieve and what we do is is smaller yeah, we, we have um, about a 45% return rate on our customers and I really hone in on that fact because I think if I am, I've got such a strong um, customer base here in the borders with so many return customers, I must be doing something right. So, yeah. you know, how can I, how can I take that wider and how can I help other people take their businesses wider as well? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I think that's, that's all all for today. Yeah, we, we explained what's happening on the ninth. Um, so uh, get signed up for yeah, that. Yeah, links for that on the Insta or in the description of wherever you're watching this, you'll find it. Uh, any questions? Let us know on Insta. Um, again, rate. Uh, subscribe, yeah, rate, like, subscribe, share, whatever you're watching it. It'll do all comment. of the activity stuff. It helps us. Yeah. Very largely. Uh, and what else? I think that's kind of it. Sign Count the M's. Hmm? Count the M's. Count the M's. I don't know what that means. Count the M's. Oh, count the M's. Yeah, I've got you. I thought I was, I was, I was, I was like, is that a saying that I've never heard before? <laughs> no. Okay. Um, yeah, well, thanks, thank, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks so if, you made it, if you made it this far, this we're 51 and 52 minutes in. So if you made it this yeah, far. Yeah, no. I feel like you're going to have to cut out some of my bullshit, but. Um, no, nah, we'll be cutting nothing. It'll all stay. It'll all stay. <laughs> okay, guys. Have a good night. Thanks. Cool. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Yes. Number two.